Welcome to Tea with Kiho. I live in one room with a good view of a wall. I make cups of tea and wander in the hall. I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails. I try on a shirt and I build as a jungle Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. I got my tea sitting here right with me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Delicious tea. Pretty good one today, too. And I got my pipe with me. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious weed. Now, as the title of the show clearly states, this is the 420 edition. And... If anyone is unfamiliar with the story of 420, I will enlighten you. It's a uh, story that I heard from a or on a Canadian radio show several years ago, uh, years after I wrote the musical, 420 the Musical. And uh, the story goes as such. There was a group of kids... In school, one of these kids had a brother who was in the army. And apparently he had planted a whole field of pot. And this was in California, back when growing seasons were, you know, you could do what you needed to do, I guess, out there. It it was, I don't know what it was like in the 70s in California. I was born in 70 uh, in New York State, so don't really have a good feel for California back in those days. But these kids were given a map. The one kid was given a map by his brother who was uh, either going into the military or was already in, and he just couldn't get back to it. So he gave his brother the map. And these this group of kids who were nicknamed the Wallies because they would hang out on a wall outside their school and they went looking for it. Now, apparently they never found it, but they would meet on certain days whenever they decided that it, it was going to happen, they were going to go look for it, and they would meet at the Louis Pasteur statue on their campus at 420 after classes. And how they would tell each other, like one person decided, I'm going today, let's do this. And they would just start passing around to their friends the term 420 Louis. 420 Louis. So that meant 420, meet the Louis Pasteur statue, and we'll go out looking for it. So as time went on, they dropped the Louis, and it just became 420. And... They never found it, like I said, but they kept looking. And through life, I guess a couple of these kids, you know, they held on to that term 420, you know, getting pot or looking for pot or, you know, having pot. You know, they held on to the term 420. And a couple, one or two of the guys, as they grew up a little older, became roadies for the Grateful Dead. And they took that term with them. 
and they would use it in Man 420, and they would go and smoke some pot. And the band picked up on the term, I guess, and it spread throughout the Grateful Dead community. And it took years and years and years for it to really spread uh, because in that day there was no internet, there was no social media, there was no way to pass it along besides word of mouth. And it was in a subculture that didn't have a lot of... uh, writings about it. I mean, there was no High Times magazine yet. There was no way for these things to be disseminated in any mass way. So people just said 420 and would occasionally, you know, pass it on to somebody else in this small town or that small town or this city or that city. And I assume that in some places it took hold, in some places it didn't. You know, some small town, some kid was saying, hey man, let's, you know, you want a 420? And all his friends were like, what the hell are you talking about? And it gets dropped. Or in another town, it's like, hey man, let's go 420. What's that? It's, it's It's a secret term that we could use to go smoke pot. I picked it up at the dead show. Oh, cool! Blah blah blah, and it, and then that group of kids in that you know that that city pick it up and start using it, and slowly spreading it around their town and their city, and it took years and years and years for this to spread. Now this was in the early seventies, and by the eighties, uh, four twenty was pretty much established as a thing. Four twenty, and then the rumor started. It's it's a road. Uh, in from Mexico. It's a road in from Canada. Now there is an expressway uh, in Canada, in Ontario province, near uh, Niagara Falls, Canada, and it is the 420. And you can come in from Toronto. As you come from Toronto, come into the States through Niagara Falls. I'm pretty sure that's, or is it Lewiston? I'm not exactly sure which one, but as you're coming down the QE, uh, the QEW, you can hop on the 420 and go into the States. And it's hilarious because on the 420, as you're getting near the border, there are signs about, you know, don't bring anything with you, you know, and, you know, telling you, you know, big signage. It's the border. If you have weed, get rid of it. And uh, so, all, but that's, not where the term you know, came from. Uh, all the rumors then started from people who had no idea where it came from. They just got it from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, or then eventually read it in High Times, or heard you know this or that. So they would make up these stories, uh, this and that, and it never really took hold. The the lies took hold more than the reality, and. Now, I truly believe this is the true story. I find it plausible, and I find it reasonable to assume that this was how it happened. Naturally, organically, a term that a bunch of kids just started using back in their school became a term that was used worldwide 
as a uh, a symbol or a term for enjoying some pot, enjoying your time, and enjoying uh, the joys that come with it. So that is why I will tell the story and continue the story of 420. Now, the musical that I wrote has nothing to do with that story. If I had known that story at the very beginning, maybe it would have become a biopic. (laughs) But no, I I think uh, the musical is wonderful as it is, and it would have been a wonderful thing to perform this year. But unfortunately, because of the quarantine and... Uh, coronavirus and the whole uh, I, I you know the whole thing uh, the whole thing because of it all 420 was just not going to happen this year uh, there was no way we were going to fill a theater with people yesterday to see this play it just would not be safe it wouldn't be you know sensible smart or any of those things. So we chose early on. It just was not going to happen. And we knew it. We It was already a done deal. It was not going to happen. But it still made me sad. It still, I had a slightly melancholy 420. Uh, years past, it was, you know, anticipation and excitement about the performance. Uh, Last year is the anomaly uh, for it not happening. And this year, it's, it's not from anything of our doing. It's from the virus and the, the pandemic that we have to not perform it this year. So I I feel that this year was a lost year. I mean, from the very beginning, we envisioned 2020. You know, it's 420, April 20th, 420. The whole month is 420, dude. That was the joke or the thought. Every day should be a production of 420, the musical. And if things had gone certain ways throughout its history, perhaps we could have gotten it there. We never had the chance to get it to a point of being out into the world where we could have maybe a couple different theater groups performing the musical throughout the whole month. That would have been a joy. But that did not happen this year. Uh, I had thought about this a lot. 2020, April... You know, 420, 420, at 420, you know, all the 420s together, the month and year, the month and day, the hour and minute, they were all going to be, you know, 440. And it would have been very quite enjoyable in my mind. But that is life. Um... I don't know if it was John Lennon or life is what happens while you're making plans. 
And uh, I know my mother used to say that all the time, and I believe she told me she heard it from John Lennon, or I don't know where I heard that, but I think he did say it. But I know I got that saying from my mom. Uh, and life is what happens while you're making plans, because we had a trip to Ireland planned, and it is officially, I mean, the flight was officially can't, can't, uh, canceled by the government. No international flights uh, until at least June, I believe it is. We were supposed to go in May for my birthday to celebrate my 50th birthday in the pub called John Kehoe. And I was going to have a shot of whiskey and a Guinness. Two things I don't normally drink. Because I think I've mentioned it before. When I was 16 years old, me and my friend Pat drank almost a full bottle of Jack Daniels in my basement while watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And to this day, whiskey sort of just doesn't sound or feel right to me anymore. And beer I was never a big fan of. Even when I was younger and would drink out with friends and parties and this and that. I drank beer because that's what was available and that's what we did. Uh, But I was going to have a shot of whiskey and a Guinness, which I'm not a fan of. Yo, like Guinness is just like chewing beer. It's thick. It's stout. It's not... One of the things, you know, when it came to beer, there was only a few beers that I could tolerate. Uh, Harp beer was one of them. And I did like, I think it's, I can't really, a rolling rock. I enjoyed a rolling rock. But it had to be ice cold and it had to be, you know, I had to get through them quick or it was just no good. But, as you can see, Harp and Rolling Rock are on the lighter side. Well, Harp is a uh, an Irish beer, but not as heavy or as stout as you know Guinness. And Rolling Rock is a lighter beer. And so, if I was to have a beer, it would be that. Guinness was never my thing. I've had like a couple sips of them throughout time of friends. And so to imagine me having a Guinness and a shot in this bar, that was going to be a stretch. That was going to make it tough for me. But I figured if I'm going there to do it, I'm going to do it right. So I'm going to have a beer and a shot in John Kehoe. John Kehoe is going to do that on his birthday. But of course, now that's not going to happen this year. And it might not happen until 2022, for all we know. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen? You know, supposed to get married. And that is not officially been canceled, but they keep pushing back the days. And the only way we get our money back is if we don't cancel and let it get canceled for us then they can give us our money back. But if we cancel just because they have the out to not refund our money, I guess it goes. I don't know why that would be. I think uh, in this situation, if you are looking to get out of, you know, a wedding with 200 people invited, 
that's that's just not going to happen in June or May May thirty first. It's just not going to be happening. So we have to just wait it out until the government says nope. So um, there's that. Uh, so a lot of things got changed because of this, and the musical was one of them. Excuse me for a sip. And I have confidence that we can put it on next year. I have faith that it will, you know, come back. And even if we have to have different sort of procedures or different things happening to make the show happen, we will do what we need to do. Uh, I did think quite late if I would have thought about it, like I said, I was reserved that it wasn't happening and was bummed out about it, but not, you know, not devastated. It was, you know, it's a sensible reason why it's not happening this year. I can accept the reason. So I didn't put much thought into it. And then as the days got closer and then talking to a friend yesterday about it, it's like, why didn't I think of it? Uh, we could have had a group of folks together on Zoom and done a uh, reading of the play. And, you know, people who have done it in the past coming together to do a Zoom a production of 420 the Musical on 420. And I missed the boat on that one. Totally, totally missed the boat on it. It would have been fun. Could have been interesting. It might have been a nice little event. But, like I said, I missed the boat on that one. Uh, so I just, I didn't even look at it. Didn't even look at the play yesterday. Didn't think about it. Didn't really... Uh, Except when a few people you know, mentioned it uh, at 420, I, I posted my happy 420 on my Facebook. Very, you know, very simple, you know, green background, happy 420. That was all. I, I didn't have overwhelming excitement because of the whole thing. And it was melancholy. It was sad making that, I, you know, we couldn't be doing it. And I wanted to. I would have loved to have. But so is life. Those damn plans. As life comes in and tells you, nope, can't do it. You got to change your plans because I've got things. And life wins. Life wins all the time because life is uh, more powerful. I mean... All the things in the world that are happening at this time, all the connections, all the uh, opportunities and uh, permutations of life, all the things that could happen. I don't know if that's the right word I used, the permutation. But anyway, all the avenues that life could travel down are happening all at once. And this planet is a big planet and it's spinning fast. 
and there's so many bright lights and so many noises and so much craziness that one person's decision to do something will not affect the world. I mean, even the most powerful people in the world, not even they can stop life. The progress, the progression, the movement of all the crazy parts and every day is each day is completed with the most insane connection of parts and how things work and life continues and no matter how much you want to stop it it continues no matter how much you want to get off it continues the only way off of it is death And that's not anything we should rush to get to. Because the joy of this life is that it's always moving. It is always progressing. And any day could be the most significant day of your life. Any interaction could be the most important interaction ever. The person who means the most to you right now could become a footnote. And the person who you have one conversation with and that you find quite rather annoying could have a bigger impact on your life than, you know, your best friend. I don't know, you know, if that's true or not but I feel that you know all the connections in the world all the interlocking parts of this giant machine we call life this world this planet this life everything connects and each day it changes through the connections made but it never stops It's always morphing and changing and turning and becoming something new and different. We can take part in that change. We can help that change. We can be a big part of that change. But we will never stop it. You can't stop life, the world, things. All you can do is ride along and do your part when you're called upon. And who knows when that will be. And we are called upon every day by different people, by different situations, by different uh, scenarios. We are called upon to act. And how we act is just another connection, another link in the ever-growing chain of life. Trying to be all philosophical here, and I hope it's working. 
but that's just sort of, you know, where my mind is right now. Yeah. <coughs> it's funny how things change. In the very beginning, I would never even, didn't even talk about marijuana or pot smoking. But I was doing it before shows, I was doing it after shows, but I just wasn't talking about it during shows. And I don't know why. Because it is a part of who I am. And it is a part of me. I shouldn't be ashamed or reluctant to speak of it. Because of some silly reasons I don't even know. So, there's no more hiding it. There's no more not mentioning it. If it's around, it's around. I'm not going to smoke it on the show a lot. <coughs> Mainly because of the coughing. But tonight being the 420 episode... I figured this is the time to do that. So now I will. <coughs> so, oh, is it almost two weeks ago? Pat sent me a thing on Facebook, challenged me the 10 day album cover challenge, which think we've all seen put up 10 album covers that have or 10 albums from 10 bands or I don't know that it doesn't have to be 10 different bands anyway or I'm overcomplicating it so 10 albums no explanations no anything just show the record that influenced you in your life and your and how you view music so I did 10. And as I was getting near the end of it, by like number six or seven, I realized, uh, yeah, I need more time. And I said last week that the second half, because I started it a few days before last show, and I said the last show, the later albums in that list, the last four four or five would be not from my youth but later in life and that I did not hold to that I went through my list again and you know realized there was far too many albums from my teen and early 20s that mattered to me so much that I just sort of had to just keep going with that and then I got to the end and realized I'm not done. I need more time. So I challenged myself to do 10 more. And yesterday's was not because of the day, but le but legitimately because it influenced the way I think and look at music and, you know, think about life or in general. It just happened to fit perfectly. It was Peter Tosh and the album Legalize It. 
And to me, that is a fantastic record, beautiful record, and just was a fitting for the day. And uh, today's was the Ramones. And, I mean, I could do 50 album covers of music that matters to me. But no one wants to see that every day. So I am going to complete this, you know, I've got set, you know, seven more to go before I'm done with the second ten. And I've been enjoying just remembering the music and then I listen to songs from those records and remember why I like them and the reasons for it. And it all makes sense. I could write a dissertation, uh, well, not, not that big. I could write a nice paragraph or two about each album, why it mattered to me or why it did what it did for me, this or that. But that's not the point of the thing, of the game. The game is just to show the records. If anyone wants to talk to me about them, I'll gladly talk to you about them. I mean, there's a handful of records that every single song on that record means something or connected with me or I like. There are some records where it's a handful of songs off the record stand out more. They're more important than the whole record, say. But if it wasn't for that album, there wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have that collection. And it doesn't have to be every song on the record is important. It could be one song that is the song for all you for all we know. That's for you and your choices. And for me and my choices to make. And so we not question it, just accept that those are your things. So I could go on and explain those things, but I don't, and I won't. So uh, I've been enjoying uh, sharing it, though. And I've gotten some nice response. Some folks forgot about records that I brought up. The House Martins, uh, Billy Bragg. Some folk, you know, like we forget about records sometimes because they get out of our playlist, our life playlist. I've held on to a lot of these folks because they mattered. So that's why I still listen to some of them sometimes still. And and will always. I mean, I'll probably be 75 years old enjoying Billy Bragg. Um, Socialist, you know, protest singer. at that age, would it be the same feeling as when I was 20? No, absolutely not. But the appreciation of it would still be there. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I've, I've reached the end of my brain right now. Uh, I've enjoyed getting high and getting deep. And talking about the history of 420 and perhaps the future of 420. So next year, we're going to see how this pandemic plays out and this quarantine plays out and social distancing. And hopefully next year we can have 42021. That would, that would be lovely. So, I'm going to leave you tonight with a um, 
regular old good night. Be kind to each other. Be good, nice humans to each other. This is the time when kindness matters most because of the social distancing. Just reminding the people that we do see. Wish them a good day from a distance. And hopefully you'll have a good day too. So be kind, be nice, be good. And it's not about the time, or it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. Thank you for spending your time with me. I really appreciate that. All right, so you guys have a good week. Have a good night. Stay safe. Stay home. Don't do cocaine. I will talk to you very soon. Have a great night.